A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose I have come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. So perhaps you're a little bit ahead of me on this one, but just this past weekend, I got around to putting up my ordinary time decorations. And by that I mean I finally took down our Christmas decorations, since I don't have any ordinary time decorations, right? And this is our first week of ordinary time. And just even that, that term, ordinary time, seems like it's a time just to bridge the gap between seasons, right? Between Christmas and Lent, which is just five weeks away. I see devotionals on sale for Lent, and, you know, everyone seems like they're ready to jump right into there. But let's pause and think about what it is that ordinary time looks like. Because in today's gospel, here we have Jesus going around healing all that were brought to him. Many were cured, he's driving out demons, he's going around preaching to all of Galilee the good news. Ordinary. Ordinary. This is what ordinary looks like in the order of grace. So we ourselves, we call ourselves Catholics, right? But I think too often we fall short of what it means to be an ordinary Catholic. Because being Catholic isn't some tradition or some heritage that we just happen to acquire, but it's a way of life, right? It's certain beliefs, a certain way that we act. And it's, not, it's more of an adjective, right? A Catholic is someone who believes in the creed. One God, the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the forgiveness of sins. An ordinary Catholic is one who follows the commandments and the precepts of the Church, one who goes to Mass, one who has custody of their eyes, one who is not envious of their neighbor. An ordinary Catholic is one who loves God with their entire being, their soul, their mind, and their neighbor as themselves. Too often we fall short to this. We're too worldly. We think that ordinary is reserved for the saints. But it's not. It's for all of us. 
because that's what an ordinary Catholic looks like. It looks like St. Hilary, the saint we celebrate today. Mary, our Blessed Mother. St. Joseph, her spouse. This is what the children of God look like because they share in the blood and flesh as we hear about in our first reading. That same blood that runs through us runs through the Holy Eucharist. It's the same blood of Jesus Christ that is going around healing, driving out demons, proclaiming the good news. That same blood is within us. As an ordinary Catholic, we are told that we will do all the things that Christ does, and even greater things, as Jesus tells us in the Gospel of St. John. So it's prudent for us to never settle and think that it's unattainable, because it's not unattainable. It's ordinary. If you and I lead an ordinary Christian life and that of a disciple, we will revolutionize this world. So go, be ordinary in the order of grace.